Coffee's the true lifeblood of our 24-hour city. Today on CityCast Las Vegas, Scott, David, and I talk about our favorite spots around town to get excellent brews, where you should take a coffee date, and why a city needs a vibrant, healthy coffee scene. It's Thursday, September 1st, 2022. I'm Vogue Robinson, and this is CityCast Las Vegas. I feel like the older version of myself that can't hear. Do I have to shout now? What? Shout. Bo! Shout. <laughs> okay. Scott and David, I'm glad that you both are here because we're going to talk about something that I love dearly, but also have some like a dirty little secret about too. So we're going to talk about coffee houses. And I'm just going to tell you guys now, I don't go to coffee houses for the coffee. I really don't drink coffee. Don't judge me. Does anybody go to coffee houses for the coffee? I don't know. I think so. Look at this guy raising his hand. It's me. (laughs) I do. I love coffee. I love coffee too much. Always the rebel. Yes. So I mean, I'm I'm in it. I'm in it for the ambiance, pretty much always. But uh, I love to know what do you two look for in a coffee house? I look for the coffee house first off that can make a decent cappuccino. Okay. And from this point forward, you can refer to me as coffee snob that no one likes. That's me. Also sipping on. A iced coffee that I made with beans from my favorite local roaster. So a little ASMR as we continue with this coffee shop conversation. <laughs> what about you, Scott? What do you look for in a coffee shop? I do like coffee. I'm not an irritable coffee snob like some people, but oh, um, it's me. <laughs> but I will say coffee's not the main draw. It's ambiance, it's vibe, it's who else is there. Mm-hmm. And also the the sense of whether or not like something's going on there in addition to people drinking coffee and chatting. The places I like are where there's somebody with his laptop open probably working on his, his doomed screenplay. <laughs> you know, somebody's off in the corner writing a poem. There's a sense that people have a purpose there other than a quick in and out for some coffee. Mm. What about you, Vogue? What do you look for in a coffee shop? I'm definitely all about the comfort zone. There were days back in the days that uh, Starbucks actually had really comfortable furniture. And I feel like as they moved away from it, that's when it became really clear. Get out. (laughs) Like the culture of get out occurred. When I first moved out here, I went to Madhouse because I was like, what is open 24 hours? Uh, But they also charged for the Wi-Fi. And that made me sad and angry at the same time. This is 2013. So... I I need comfortable furniture. I need plugs so I can plug in my devices, usually my laptop, so Mm. I can get some writing done. But I like the din. I like the ambiance, but like hullabaloo. (laughs) I like hullabaloo. (laughs) I need activities occurring. And for whatever reason, like when everybody else is having fun, that's actually when I like to get work done. And it's just the sound of fun actually fuels me to continue my work. Uh, I don't know what kind of hack I've done to my brain. (laughs) And I'll say, I I like something about it that feels organic, like it arrived at its current state, not as the result of a business plan, or it doesn't have bric-a-brac because it bought it at an Applebee's yard sale or something. (laughs) It's like stuff arrived there by natural processes. And so the the stuff on the wall is like art by actual artists who might live here. And the tables are, you know, mismatched and banged up and, you know, 
I like that kind of feel to it. Oh, you're living in the 90s, Scott, and it's adorable. <laughs> super cute. <laughs> I, I like a super clean coffee shop. I like one that does have comfortable seating, but not like the dirty couch that God knows the oh, last time it was cleaned, no. although I used to go for that. <laughs> I like a good coffee program. I like baristas who know how to make a cup of coffee, who can make a cup of coffee consistently, whether it be an espresso beverage or, you know, some other concoction. In Vegas, which coffee shop is your go-to for good brew? I like Samba Latte over in okay. Boca Park. Yeah. I like Mothership, at least the one in Henderson. I've never actually, confession time, never been to the one in Ferguson's. And I like Grouchy John's. Yes. Grouchy John's, that was like one of the places they made me go to. Like I got out here and I was like, you got to go to Grouchy John's when it was only in Henderson. And I was like, why is it so far away? Like, oh, this town. I want all of the coffee houses to be on the same block so I can go to all of them and give them all my money. Well, I do that. I've had discussions with my doctor about my coffee intake and wow. uh, it needs to be cut, but I do it a lot. And a lot of that has to do with, you know, on my way to court, on my way back from court. Oh, I'm going to meet a client over here. You know, that sort of thing as, as a lawyer. I would have a really hard time and probably betray a lot of romances uh, with different coffee shops if I named my favorite. But I can tell you the ones that I go to the most, I'm I'm at Vesta Coffee almost every morning. I also go to Bungalow quite a bit, although that has turned into one of those spaces I, I think that Scott described. I love Mothership downtown. I love Publicus. Samba Latte when I'm on the west side of town all the time. East side, I love the Mothership and even Sunrise Coffee over there. I just coffee, 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 coffee. <laughs> and Grouchy John's is amazing. <laughs> so where do you take a date? Let's let's pretend like we're single people, you guys. Where would you take a date? Which coffee house would you take a date to? Well, I do coffee morning dates when we want food, food. We go to Publicus when we want a quick coffee, either for the road or elsewhere. We'll stop off at Vesta early in the morning. They open at 7 on, on weekdays, so that's a nice early start time. Cool. We used to do Samba Latte, actually, because they have that upstairs. So the one in Boca Park has that upstairs nook area. So I'm very sure we went on multiple dates there, and there was actually a woman that AJ really loves that's a singer. And so we got to see, she happened to be there, and we were like, what? Super cool, and she was playing music. So that's our spot. What about you? Well, considering I haven't gone on a date in 37 oh, years. Um, <laughs> You're a poor wife. I know. <laughs> well, the dynamic has changed. But if I was on a date, I wouldn't go for food. I don't, wouldn't want the, the poor date to witness my atrocious table manners. So I'd take her to some place where I was super comfortable, like Grouchy John's, where I would feel you know it might settle my defenses a little bit, and I'd be a little bit more myself in a welcoming atmosphere like yeah. that. Yeah. And Grouchy John's is one of the last few that has performance space where they do spoken word and things like that on a regular. So that would be a good date night, too, the Grouchy John's over there on the uh, south side of town. Plus, there's, that's a place where they know me, or at least some of them do. You know, you'll always run into Harry Fagel there, busting out a poem <laughs> of some kind or another. <laughs> uh, old school rock journalist Lon Friend is often there. So, so there's always people I bump into that I know there. Yeah, and I think what's fun, too, is if you can go and you take somebody in there and you see the menu, because the menus don't always have descriptions, I feel like. So I was like, what's the Michael Jackson? And like, AJ explained it to me, and I was like, <laughs> that's funny. So I think the fun of the menu would also, like, loosen people up on a date, for sure. Well, Grouchy John certainly has the funnest yeah. menu. Okay, so you guys, we're going back into time. do 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 which coffee shop makes you ache with nostalgia? Think back. 
oh, things that were open. What a good question. I love that. Where's your little heartbeat? Because I'm always aching with nostalgia. I also have had to talk to my doctor about that, different kind of doctor. <laughs> you know, I, I've been immersed in this coffee culture for 30 years in Las Vegas, and I can't not shout out all those coffee shops in the 90s where, you know, you would see a little makeshift band pop together and then someday they became the killers or you saw a show with a bunch of like improv actors and then all of a sudden it's like wait that's where i saw jason sudeikis for the first time that sort of thing and that was cafe roma down by unlv and there was also cafe copio which was more of a goth version there was the enigma garden cafe which was the first downtown one where their performance was wild and there were art art exhibits and all sorts of things. And it was a real compendium of people. I miss all those places. And I think a lot of them went away while people passed on and and that was, you know, a natural thing. And then the Starbucks revolution happened. And then there was a Starbucks on every corner and sometimes a Starbucks inside a Starbucks. Across the street from itself. Starbucksception all over the place. What about you, Scott? (laughs) I like the beat. That was a great place for me for a couple of reasons. For one, it was suitably raffish, but they weren't afraid to charge $4 for two slices of cinnamon toast. So they had their certain affectations. And as David knows, they had a great yogurt bowl, which David introduced me to. But they had those big windows facing out onto the intersection of Fremont and Sixth. And as the former Las Vegas poet James Norman once told me, if your writer's blocked and you're sitting there at the beat, All you have to do is look out the window at the oddest person you see, imagine what's going through their mind, and you'll have a poem (laughs) in your head, So, uh, or at least the start of a poem. So now I'm not a poet, but I felt that same sense of sort of ambient inspiration Mm. just sitting around around the beat. And you could sit there with your laptop for, you know, all morning, and nobody, you're not going to feel like, oh, they're going to, you know, they're eyeballing me for being here too long without buying enough stuff. So... That was my place. Right, it's like, get out. <laughs> but it doesn't feel that way at the beat, for sure. And I think, like, you know, in a dream world, I love the combo of having performance spaces inside of coffee houses. I think that's the right way to go. Or what what builds the love and also business-wise, how do you get business in the evenings? It's like, if you, of course, you're going to have morning people, but what do you do in the evening with that venue, that space? Um, so the beat was definitely one of the jams. Actually, mine is a Starbucks. <laughs> it's still open, but it's okay. I used to go to the one... Not too far from CSN Charleston, but Rainbow and something. I can't visualize the cross street right now to save my life. They just left me alone, but they still had one of the big old tables. And so I could spread my workout. And so I think I sat in there for like four days back to back. I just come in, give them like 20 bucks, and <laughs> just live my best life. And I finished my first book in a Starbucks in Las Vegas. And uh, there's nothing that compares to a coffee house. And, and feeling like it's kind of your home but not really. Like in my little writer heart, all I think maybe, David, that might be why you go everywhere to all of them. Like every coffee house is your home. Speaking of that, like, why do you guys feel like cities need coffee shops? I think it invites the chill that you're talking about. And I think it's a natural for creatives, whether it is, you know, the, the fuel of the coffee or the fuel of the ambiance. While it's, it's a great place to meet somebody and you can immediately start engaging because you'll have your pastry or your coffee or whatever, it's also a place you could be alone. Mm, yeah, but not alone. <laughs> Go ahead, Scott. Well, that's, I think that's an important point. There are so few places where you can be alone and not feel like you're being, like you're being looked at and eyeballed by everyone there wondering, like, why is that guy in this restaurant by himself? Mm-hmm. 
So I think a coffee shop serves that third place function. But look, no city needs coffee shops. They need regular trash pickup. That's what they need. Um, (laughs) Agree to disagree, Scott. (laughs) (laughs) But I think coffee shops serve a vital function for a city that cares about having that sort of creative life. I mean, in era after era, like it's something I just read the other day, like Vienna between the wars, like the coffee, the coffee houses and cafes birthed this vital and, and resonant culture that they had there. Same with periods in Paris and wherever. It's where the, the creative type people could gather and sort of like, you know, let their hair down. It's a non-academic setting. There's no, nobody is measuring your intellectual performance. You're just there to, to talk. Yes, it's unpretentious and it's and it's easygoing and a lot of creative stuff sort of like ferments there. Scott and David, thank you for this rousing, this caffeinated conversation. <laughs> and I can't wait to go meet you guys for coffee soon. Thank you. Oh, that's a dream. Absolutely. All right, here's what's happening in Vegas. A proposed new state prison policy aims to ban people from sending greeting cards with color inks to prisoners. Prison officials say color inks can hide stains containing drugs, But inmate advocates say that the policy would erode connections between the incarcerated and their families. So Governor Sisolak has delayed approving the policy until he gets more data. Meanwhile, several county commissioners say they plan to oppose the opening of new weed lounges until the regulations address traffic safety concerns. They're talking about forcing lounges to educate customers on the dangers of impaired driving, or even making them responsible when their customers crash into cars. Did we get this coffee shop episode right? Did we miss any gems? Please tell me. (laughs) And share this episode with your bestie. Then subscribe to the show and morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Talk soon. So does this get me out of the Friday roundup? People don't want to hear me two days in a row. <laughs>